0: And now,
1: weighing in, out of the blue
0: corner, Josh, the Pug, Thompson, 100%, and on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big Sean McCarthy. Well, hello to everyone. Yes, we are back. It is Josh Thompson and me coming to you with the Weighing In Podcast. Right away, I have to say it. Yes, Islam Makachev took Bobby Green down (laughs) right away in the first round. So I was wrong. It's all right. Josh is eating it up, loving life. Look at him. He's never been happier. That is so good to see that you are happy. After I had to be on a 20-hour flight from Dublin to the East Coast, it was awesome that you feel so good about it. But, nope, Makachev looked good. Congratulations on your really shitty prediction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I said, hey, you know what? You all better start putting some respect, my respect name, damn it. on my name. Respect it, baby. Put some respect on <laughs> my name. You know what I'm talking about? Jeez. Uh, um, as in terms of your flight, though, oh. I left at 5 a.m., something like that, and I got home by, like, noon. You were just, I think, getting into, into Philadelphia. I'm on the West Coast. You're on the East I Coast. And I was, like, thinking to myself, man, you got six more hours because you had a six-hour layover. I never booked those flights. Dude, they
0: sat my a fat hour. ass in Philly for five an <laughs> and then when i finally go to the gate delayed the only flight i sent you the picture the only flight oh. there was that was delayed thank you very much i was like i can't wait you could have potentially have drove home. oh i could have <laughs> it's
1: ridiculous Nuts. um no i had a pretty good flight man i, I mean i got on my first flight to Amsterdam. wasn't bad hour and a half uh layover i always try to do the hour and a half to two hour layover just so i have enough time in case one of them is delayed but anything longer than that, I start getting like, this sucks, man. <laughs> this sucks. Well, it's sucks. so yeah. And then, but man, my ass, like my butt, is numb still from like I fell asleep on the plane I'm from Amsterdam to from Amsterdam to SFO, and for some reason, my
0: butt is still numb. Like it's. I, I don't. Really, even, I don't want to know anything about why your butt yeah. is numb. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> I don't have any problem with that. That that's what you want to do. Hey, I'm 100 percent behind. Well, you. that's your style. Do it. I got the TSA full check
1: going on with those guys. <laughs> they gave me the business. I'm telling uh, you, like it was a, like oh, a random, random selection. Search. Yeah, random selection. My ass, literally my ass. <laughs> it was one of those. It was horrible, man. And then again, the plane, and then the, the the stewardess is all, oh yeah. Where is this your seat? I'm like, why? Because I have sweats no, and a hoodie, hoodie on. No, I'm sitting here warming it up for somebody this close. else. <laughs> Yeah, I was the last person aboard, and she was she was shocked that I'm like sitting at the front of the plane. I'm like, what do you get away from me? I was, I was like already t- I was tired. Get away from me. I was tired. I was frustrated. Oh man, I was like, man, the like I I, have, I had a problem with Delta when I first started, you know, a long time ago. Then, but then this was KLM, so I didn't even fly Delta on the way home. It was like one of their partners. Yeah, I mean, they're normally normally they're not bad. I mean, KLM is okay. It's not great, but uh. I haven't had any problems with Delta really since a couple little tiny times. The one time in last when we flew from we flew from Arizona home, I had yeah, a freaking problem. Yeah, you had a problem? Timothy. <laughs> Timothy. Yeah, because Timothy, <laughs> Tim- Timothy was about to get Well, hold it. Timothy does Just up. want you to uh, understand
0: Timothy and now why your butt feels the way it does, it's all connected, nah. baby. It's all connected. He,
1: <laughs> yeah, he was sending some messages like, Yeah,
0: screw that guy. Literally, he put he puts, he that puts that your guy. name on the watch list. <laughs>
1: well john it was weird like they they did the whole test thing on my bag and my socks and my hands and my my belt line yep. and he puts a little pad inside the inside the machine and it's all bah, bah, bah. i was like i was like what, like, what, what the fuck was that i was like what was that and he goes he's like uh not good and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I, th- I thought he was joking but the machine <laughs> was making the noise <laughs> Then he goes, he's like, okay, we got to do it again. I was like, yeah, yeah, you got to do it again. <laughs> so I was concerned. <laughs> and then he didn't tell me what it was for, like if it was like a, if they had samples of, you know, bomb stuff or, or drugs or whatever it was that he thought he detected. I don't know if it told him, but he never told me. So he swipes all my hands again. And he's like, okay. And then he goes, agree. And he goes, ding.
0: We're going to, we're going to, like, we're going to switch your name oh from the man. punk to the mule
1: it's just it was it honestly scared the shit out of no, you really? like, you're in
0: another country <laughs> you're in
1: another country and and like uh-huh. they pulled me aside and i'm the last person so like no one's gonna witness me being like just be like just, just taken away <laughs> by cops and probably beaten <laughs> like, for something i don't know was it was funny it was a weird feeling I, I my heart dropped a little bit i was like, <laughs> I was like what the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> hello oh man yeah, that's good but um all right. Well, hey, let's. Uh, we we had a we had a good trip to Ireland as always. Ugh. It was fun. We had a good. Um, we you know. Look, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. The fights they, on paper they looked good. Not all of them lived up to it, John. Not all of them lived up. Yeah, it. there were some know, there good some ones. Good there was the ones. That, eh. The prelims were pretty good. Really I thought good. the prelims did really well. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I think a little bit of the crowd, especially during the Liam McCourt and Shanae, uh Kavanaugh fight, when they both walked out. I expected like a huge uproar, but I think what happened was the crowd was a little split. And so we got a little bit of like, yay. And then a little bit of, yay. But it, together, like it was because I've heard Leah walk out before when she made a vetted, yeah. And I've heard Sinead walk out before when she's been on the car. And they've erupted. It was almost like they were torn yeah, they were. from each other. Like they didn't they didn't know who to it was, cheer for. It was, de- oh. it was
0: definitely more for Sinead on this one. I'm sorry
1: yeah yeah. yeah comes from the north not much more though nah, not much it
0: was, more though yeah it, it it's one of those you look at it it's kind of a weird just matchup but it was understandable you know they're they're right against each other in number and then weird fight just weird she yeah, came out she yeah. tore her knee in the very beginning the first step she took but she fought on man you got to give her credit Jeez, got to give her gutsy oh incredible
1: Boom! When I tell you that I'm always right, I'm always right. And I predicted it this last fight. I predicted it. John, you've got to agree. Islam Makachev definitely win and the winner in the first round. I'm always right. I don't just say that because I'm lying. I tell you guys because it's the truth. <laughs> I'm always right. That's right. Did you hear that? Did you guys hear that? Well, anyways, if you guys listened to me, you guys would have taken the first round submission or finish like by you Islam did it. Well, I I don't bet on my friends. We know that. (laughs) I don't bet on my friends. But go to mybookie.ag. You guys would have taken my advice. You guys would have came out ahead. A lot, a lot of money. Go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code Wayne in. Just take our advice. John's right every once in a while, so, you know, you got to pat him (laughs) on the back. Same thing with me. I'm... I'm, but I'm always right. Oh. So go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code Wayne In I'm telling you guys, with all the sports coming, to, coming around right now, you've got basketball, you've got baseball, you've got a lot of things that are coming about, hockey, and the hockey playoffs are about to start here coming up. So look, there's a lot of good ways to bet. We obviously talk a lot more about fighting because this is our area of expertise. But like I've said before, and I said it last time, John's been around since the conception of most of these sports. So go ahead and listen to what John has to say every once in a while when he talks about football, baseball, especially baseball. Baseball has been around forever. So John knows that sport because he helped create it. So the same thing with a little bit of golf. Let's go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code, Wayne In. You get a little extra spending cash if you use that QR code for your first initial deposit. That first initial deposit, though, okay? So make sure you use that QR code for the first time that you sign up, okay? At mybookie.ag with the promo code, Wayne In. Use that QR code. Well, thank me later for all the great advice we give you. John, hopefully, John can start to keep up with how much I am oh, right. Mybookie.ag. Use that promo code, Wayne In. I don't even know how to explain this. You know, like um, I fought in the when I fought Benson, I tore like all the ligaments in my thumb, and I even broke my thumb and all this other crap. Right? It was up into my wrist. I tore ligaments, so it felt really weird. But it changed the way I fought. Oh yeah. With her, it changed the way she fought. Yes. But she made the she made the adjustments, like pressing to the fence because, like, I think I heard you say it in the commentary. Because I have a, I have my earpieces and I can hear you and. And she goes and you said you said that she's using the fence as like a third leg. Yeah. Like she's able just to lean on her, keep her pressed against the fence because she doesn't have to put pressure on that leg anymore. So she can just lean on on Leah. Um That's smart. I thought it was I thought, yeah, honestly, like when you're look when I looked at the main card, I was like, okay, the first three fights on the main card, I expected more from all three of them. All three of them, those fights. But when he got to that fight, I expected more in terms of like, you know, <laughs> And Sinead chasing after yeah. her, big knockdowns or whatever, but you got what you got and was she, and, and honestly when you when you watch those type of fights they're gutsy as hell when you see a fighter have to deal with some sort of adversity, I, w- I remember there was a fight, I want to say it was Uriah, I don't, can't remember who he fought, but he broke his broke hand. both hands against Mike Brown Broke yeah, both there hands. you go I think it was the second time, because yep. the first time he lost That's by right. El- uh, knockout, right, yep. when he tried to do that stupid he was elbow. throwing
0: elbows the whole time, because his hands were yeah. Just mangled.
1: Yeah. So he, both hands were broken and he's just, he's just found a way to keep fighting, man. I mean, he didn't come out on top, but he still found a way to, to keep fighting. Yep. And very impressive performance. That's one of the, one of the bigger, biggest reasons why I respect him so much, you know, after watching that fight. Up until that fight, I was like, oh, you know, he's good. I like what he's doing, you know. <clears throat> but after that, as a fighter, you really, you've learned, you really respect no, you those type of fighters yep. who just dug deep. Sinead dug deep, man. She did. She was a dog. She dug deep, and she finished the fight really well. She had some good, <clears throat> just some good uh, moments. She had some crappy moments that she worked herself out of. Out of, and um, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a good fight, especially when you know what she's dealing with.
0: It's, fu- it's so funny because if I had told you before the fight, I said, "All right, Josh, I'm going to, st- I'm going to give you a little preview, a little hint that the Lay McCourt versus Sinead Kavanaugh fight is going to be basically." 13 minutes of grappling who wins you would there's no doubt who you would have told me wins the fight you know it would have been Lee because she's the better grappler no she wasn't can Sinead gutted through did a lot of good things you know she opened up when she could she was standing on one leg for the most part but you know never gave in I heard some people complain that you know at certain points Lee kind of went after the leg that's what she's supposed to do Okay, that's there's nothing wrong with this This is competition and when you your whole purpose in this is to you know, you gotta damage your opponent. Well, yeah, you didn't you weren't the one that damaged the knee in the beginning, but yeah, if you're gonna use it to get the win, yeah, that's that's what your job is. It's okay. You know, afterwards she's not gonna hit her in the knee, but it's like I thought Sinead did a great job. You could tell she could not throw a punch. She had no balance, no base. She couldn't she tried to switch stances to see if she could do it. She she couldn't push off. You look and you go, man, you're so screwed with that. But she got the win. I give her credit. Man, she almost had that Kimura. That Kimura was on. Yeah. She just wasn't. I think she was listening to her coach, John Kavanaugh, and he's saying, you know, up, up. Meaning Mm -hmm. he wanted her to take and force that hand and arm towards the head. But she's thinking up (laughs) and she's pulling it up. And I'm like, yeah. Better words, baby. Better <laughs> words, but didn't yeah.
1: Got close. Look, he he so if he was saying up, I could see that's kind of how the position you want to elevate the elbow as well, but yep. you want to take it up towards head, the head. Yep. So the two things needed to go together. Yes. The other thing that I, I try to remind fighters, if you guys if you guys haven't seen my fight, I fought this guy named uh Daisuke Sugie or whatever it was. Uh they called him the Amazon in Japan in Pride. It was in uh, the Bushido series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fought him, <clears throat> good jujitsu guy, strong as all hell. Um, I fought him. I hit the knee bar on him, right? Out of escaping from my life in an arm bar. And then I hit the knee bar on him, and it was it was kind of close, but it wasn't enough. So I settled back in, I readjusted, and I pulled as hard as I could at once. Sometimes when you have a hard time getting a submission and you're, you know, they're just slightly getting away. Release the pressure and then jerk it real hard. Yep. Now I'm not saying do that in training. Okay? Not in training, but it's a yeah, yeah, yeah just so you want to just jerk it real hard jerk it real oh, hard excuse you know me to say that What? So, a, yeah. <laughs> yeah so she was she kept trying to put the pressure and leah was just adjusting her body a little bit to relieve the pressure so what you do is you go back with the uh, go uh, go basically relieve the pressure and then jerk it real hard <laughs> to go back against it well, we, yes, we started with that. cavity searches and now we're jerking it real hard what the yeah, hell is my, wrong my with butt, you dude my butt's numb <laughs> still by the way <laughs> John, we gotta have fun with this, buddy. I love it. Gotta have fun with this. Um, no, so that that's I think that's some of the some of the biggest reasons why she wasn't able to kind of get the finish. Yeah. You gotta like let that pressure go and then re-attack it as fast and as hard as you can. True. And if you go back and watch the fight that I did with uh with sugie or Daisuke or whatever in uh in Japan, I did the same thing. I had the knee bar, I just I couldn't finish it. He was strong enough, so I relieved it a little bit and then I yanked as hard as I could. And uh let me just say the explosion worked i mean the the hip the yank you know what okay, I mean. we're it worked <laughs> oh geez but uh we kind of just started getting onto that because it was such a gutsy performance it was. but leah mccourt also she had some moments in gutsy there performance um, that, you look at the kimura, yeah, gutsy. the kimura was tight at
0: times you know there was pressure yep. on that arm she did not give in absolutely tough as hell Yeah, I think that's the shoulder she
1: had uh, surgery on as well that she just came back from. She just came back from shoulder surgery. So I think Doc's going to probably have to go back in there and stitch it up a little bit more. I don't know, Doc. I think
0: the Doc is sitting there going, look at that, baby. Look
1: at what my work will do. It'll take it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, she'll be back next week. (laughs) More money. (laughs) Money, money, money. (laughs) Yeah, that's what
0: he's Uh, thinking.
1: He's like, pay the doctor. All right. Well, uh, let's go let's go through this card a little bit. Um let's pick out some of the fights that you want well, to. Well, again, like, weird, like, talking about Kieran
0: Clark goes against you know Abu <laughs> and in that Abu's shoulder you can see when he comes up, you can see it's it's dislocated. So you know, it oh, ends it after the you know, you know first round just shit happens. You know, that's just the way it is. So you know, he was actually doing pretty well at times, you know, Kieran coming back back, you know, I think he wanted, it's almost like he wanted to prove he was the better grappler. You go, why are you doing that? But, you know, mm. it is what it is. Let's talk about Mr. Magomed Sheripov because the dude is good. The dude is good everywhere. It's just, it almost feels like he's in that, eh, I'm flowing. Eh, I'm good. Eh, there's no reason to, eh, why, why go harder? When you need to go harder. Mm. kind of like his brother in a lot of ways where he just settles in and just does his thing just very good at it but same with magomed magomedov just settles into that groove just you, there comes those points where you gotta step on it man you gotta you got your guy in a bad place step on the gas
1: john he's 21 years I old know. i'm gonna cut him a yeah, little there bit you of go. slack very good point i know he's got a I know he's got a hundred something fifty Sambo fights and all that. So I think he's very composed and he understands what's going on. But being inside that cage, he needs to get as much ring time as he possibly cage time as he possibly can. And this was one of those guys that he knew just couldn't hurt him. Yep. He knew he couldn't really handle him. He's like, Look, this let me just get some time in here. He's like, you know, and at the expense of, you know, the crowd was kind of getting a little restless. But overall, he had a very dominating performance for a 21-year-old. Yeah, he did. And Sanchez looked way better than I gave him credit for in any of the other stuff. And he still got dominated. I John, you were we were talking, yeah. and I said, I don't think Sanchez gets out of the first round. So I, I was wrong. Just to make you feel better, I have to
0: this out. <laughs> no. I was wrong hold, 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 hold. that
1: I was wrong hold. one time. No, no, no. Well, I would. One it time. would
0: make me feel better, but I was. I was in agreement with you. I said, "Yeah, I don't think so either." Yeah. <laughs> this is true. This is true.
1: Oh man. So yeah, it's so, okay. Never. Mind. I, I'm sorry. I should maybe I'll pick another time I was wrong. It might be a while, but
0: <laughs> it might be. A while. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it'll he, be at least another thirty-two seconds.
1: Yeah, Hassan looked absolutely amazing. He's young, 21 years old. He's very talented. He's good on the feet. He's extremely talented in the wrestling and on the ground. But I just think realistically, I think him and his brother and his corners thought, as long as you're not in any trouble, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Let's get through this fight. And, um, you know, so I think, I think, uh, I thought it was a good performance by him.
0: No, it was a good performance. Just in ways you look, you go, you can get rid of that guy. Why are you going to yeah. be in there with him when you can get rid of him? Yeah. But
1: what? Well, Twenty-one years old. You think you're invincible? Yeah. True. You know. But let's talk about someone who does need to finish. <laughs> Jornel Lugo. Yeah. You know, and not only him, but even Brian Moore. I had talked to Brian afterwards, and he goes, "Hey, how'd you score the fight?" I said, "I had you losing." Yeah. So I thought it was close. I go, I, I'm not. It was going to say like if it would have went to if it went to you, I wouldn't have been upset. I go, but I had to lose him. I said I had Jornell Lugo winning the fight, and I'm trying to remember what round that I gave Brian, but I think it was the first round I gave Jornell the next two, or maybe I, I can't remember. As we went through the, it was a long duration from that fight to the till after I had talked to him. But um, <clears throat> what round did you did you give Brian Brian a round? Yeah, I think I gave him the second. <clears throat> the second Thanks, and then see and wrong. then and then one of the ju- yeah, see one of the judges gave him the third yeah
0: and so he it was so he thought he thought he won no, he lost, like ah. if you go back and you look he threw but he didn't hit I mean, he missed a lot of shots you know yeah. and that's you, you got to it doesn't matter if you're throwing if they're not connecting mm-hmm. it's nothing
1: well I, I i had to tell him and look look you guys i know when i when i'm on here this podcast and i tell you guys this, this, and this, and I, whatever I say here, I, I tell the fighters, yeah. you know, and it's, it's like, I tell the same thing, and, and we'll get into the gay guards conversation later. <laughs> but it's like, but I told Brian the same thing. I said, look, there's no doubt you're talented. You've got good boxing. You you rip the body really well. I go, but the last time I talked to you, I go, you, all you have to do is use a little bit more kicks. A little bit more kicks would have set up your hands. And this time you didn't kick at all. You kicked like three or four times and that was it. It wasn't a lot. Use your kicks to set up your hands. And John Cavanaugh was sitting right there. And I said, and then when you're using your hands, finish with a kick. So it always keeps them guessing. They don't have to be hard. They don't have to be powerful. They just have to realize that something's going to be coming. It's not just one-two combination, right-hand, left-hook combination, or a three-punch combination, and then you move out of the way. I go, now, on top of that, the wrestling. You don't need to get the takedowns, but you got to threaten them. No different than how you got to throw the kicks. I go, right now, I look at you as just a boxer. That's it. I go, and if that's the case, so there's one element you're in the wrong to sport. With. Yeah, I told him, I was like, you're in the wrong sport if you just want to be a boxer. So that's, you got to make these adjustments, bud. Use them. You've got all the tools. You're good at them. You got, you possess the power. You possess the ability to do it. I know you do, you know, and I've seen you do it. But today I said, I, I thought you lost the fight. I got to be honest with you.
0: So. No, all right. I'll go in reverse. Jordan Lugo comes up to me and I said, hey, you're not, your output, it's not there. Yeah. You're allowing someone to dictate how much you're throwing. I so said, Your jab, every time you threw out your jab, it was working. And it was able to get you offline and you were able to then throw your your straight down the middle, no matter if it was you were in the southpaw or in the in the Orthodox since he switches so much. I go, Why'd you stop? You know, he goes, He says, Why, he just it seemed in that, you know, that, that that realm I was trying to, you know, get into range and he kept on stepping out of it at times. I said, He wasn't stepping out, you were. You were the one doing, I said, man, you need to understand. This is where you you look at this fight and go, all right, I believe you won the fight, but it was this close and it Mm could have gone the other way. And when it does, and you're going to be all upset, don't be upset because it's you. You're the one that created that situation. I go, and I said the same thing. You need to make him have to deal with more than just, oh, I'm going to stand here and box with you. He wants to do that. What are you doing? Make it to where he has other elements that he needs to deal with, and it all comes off of your jab. Hit that jab, go into a takedown, and if you want, break off. Hit him with an elbow off the top. I don't care. Make him think that it's coming. Once he has to think about more than just the stand up and the hands, things start to open up. I said y- y- you landed some good kicks at times, but then you got away from it.
1: I go, yeah. you
0: can't get away from it. You got to stick to it. You know, and there was a fight in the U in the UFC. You know, we'll talk about. Man, you, you take a look, fighter got away from what he was doing because he got checked a couple times and he stopped. Mm. And you go, yeah. hey, I know it hurt. You can't stop. You yeah. got to continue on with it because it was actually being effective for you. And so, the, and the, both of these guys, you know, Brian is not a young fighter, but he is, he's a guy who's got a lot of talent and he's got a lot more left in him. He just needs to yeah. open up his game. Just, you know, that blossoming of it. And Lugo, and he's young, he's talented, he's fast. I love I love the way he thinks most of the time inside of the mm-hmm. cage and he adjusts. This is one of those ones, take a look at it, understand it, learn from it, move on. But there's things to learn from this victory. Don't sit there and just take it in like, oh, this was great. And he wasn't, so
1: yeah, my perception of the <clears throat> the overall fight is <clears throat> Brian Moore, you've been waiting for five years, four and a half, five years to fight in that cage. Yeah, in that in, in, in that, in that Dublin, arena. In that arena. Yeah and then you go out there and not not use all your tools not use all your weapons and not and didn't seem much you, like you, so you, you just let it slide. You could have given more. Just let it slide away. You could have given more. Yeah. Exactly. And then Lugo, this was your opportunity to shine. This this crowd was electric, all of these things, not just that, but this is an audition. You want to be talked about in the top <clears throat> in that top 10 in that banner in that banner weight division? You better start performing better. There's a lot of hype around you, but it's it's going to start going away if you don't start putting people to sleep or just having more dominant performances you had moments in there where it could have been more dominant and i know brian moore is an extremely talented fighter and he hits and he's hard He's tough he's gritty he hits hard he's gritty all the way around the thing is though is that you have the ability to in the and you're young as well you have the ability to take it to the next level this was an audition on the main card for you to perform in a huge crowd setting <clears throat> that is electric and it didn't, it didn't come through. So I'm just using this and take it as constructive criticism. I still am a big fan. But for both fighters, you guys need to make adjustments. Yep. Both of you yeah, guys I agree. <clears throat> and just so, you, like, and everyone listening, we tell the fighters when we talk about, like, next time we see these fighters in the fighter meetings, oh. we'll say, hey, this, this, and this is what we talked about last time, you know, in your performances. And so what are we going to see differently now this time? These are questions that we have to answer from last fight to this fight, which we thought we were going to get answers from Brian Moore. And he, he did fight a little bit better this time than he did last time, but it still just was still very one dimensional. Yeah.
0: But let's talk uh, about the the last prelim because you want to talk about a guy making the right adjustments. Brett Johns going against the undefeated uh Kakarov. Look, Brett Johns fought the exact type of fight he was supposed to fight to get a win against a guy that was undefeated, has big power in his hands for that weight class. Brett Johns came in, used his stand up to set up his grappling, set up the takedown, took him down and just systematically just beat him down, taking just little bits away from him throughout the rounds. You know, he got it into the I think it was the third round when he got the finish. And it was because of everything he did and the way he did it. And you look and you go, that's a veteran fighter that learned from his past fight where he goes, I was trying to be a stand-up guy. I'm trying to be exciting. I've got to be me. And that's what he was. I thought he looked fantastic. It was a great performance against an undefeated fighter. And he put that big old mark on the end of his record now. So, great fight for Brett Johns.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Just um. Not every fight's going to be on the feet. Not every fight's going to have to be on the ground. You know, yep. um, he utilized a little bit of his, his hard striking to get himself in on the clinch, get the takedown when he got to the top position. You know, he just had the top control and the pressure and all those things, and uh, Kakarov just didn't didn't have a, the answer for it. Just wasn't able to get off from underneath him. So <clears throat> we'll see where we'll see where Brett Johns goes from here. Um, he's going to need to open up a little bit more. When he hits the ground and pound, when he gets to that top position, you know, but I mean, I like what he was doing. And I understand when you have someone who's dangerous, undefeated, those are the things you got to deal with. You're, you have to take those chances. Either <clears throat> you want to open up more with the striking, but you don't want to lose your position. Or you want to <laughs> try for the submission, but you don't want to <laughs> lose your position. It's a, you know, you're like, crap, if he gets back up, I got to work double as hard. Like there's your fighters are thinking through this oh, the whole time as they're going <clears throat> as they're going. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, what's another fight on this uh on the prelims that you were
0: Look, I David Galone and he's looking good. That's a that's his second big win in a row this time against uh you know Charlie Leary, another Brit who's just tough as nails and just put on a good performance. Put it on Charlie, got the got the stoppage. It was a big win for him. He's looking good. He's got good judo. He's he's got heavy hands we've seen in the past. He's been doing good and then you got to give it up for Stephanie Page. And you, you normally don't see 115-pound women that can actually have power in their hands. Normally, the 115-pounders, they, they, they have a kick that lands, a knee, something like that that really starts that thing. Nope. Stephanie Page, man, just put it on undefeated Danny McCormick and did not let off. Two right hands in a row is what started it and then just kept to honor. And uh, it was, I I heard people complaining about the stoppage. And I'm like, what are you fucking complaining (laughs) about? People, hey, that's people, man. You know, Mark Goddard was the referee in this. He did a great job. He let her go as far as she could. When she is putting her hands out in that fashion, she can't even control where her hands are going. She's just, she's in this autopilot. She didn't know who she was. And he's saving her in this, yeah, she gets a loss. So what? Yeah. She could have been altered for the rest of her career in that fight if he lets it go on she gave what she could give she wasn't responding in any you know thinking intelligently manner and mark took her out of it it was a great stoppage great stoppage also in the charlie leary uh by kevin mcdonald i know charlie was like what i'm fine it's like <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> you, didn't, you weren't even there for that yeah. moment dude you got starched uh. so this happens in fighting fighters will go you know i'm fine no you you don't even remember what happened. You gotta you have to watch up on the replay.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I looked at <clears throat> I looked at the uh Stephanie Page and Danny McCormick fight as I'm watching it. I'm watching it on the monitor. I watched, so I watched it live while they were in the cage. And then I turned and watched it on the monitor again. There was like maybe one moment where he could have stopped it earlier. Yeah. That was it. But then but then she threw She actually threw a punch. Yeah. And it was like, okay, if you're fighting back, let me, again, let me, let me try to yeah, let you go. So he, the great thing is he didn't jump in too soon. She did take some big, big shots, but I, I even, and I, maybe you were standing there. I think you were is I actually made sure that I was able to see him out and say, Hey, in that fight, cause I knew he was going to get a lot of shit. I said, you did a great job that as a fighter, you want as long as you possibly can give me without jeopardizing the rest of my life and my career, yep. you know? And he did all of that. Yep. I've been on this, I've been on this stage and I even told him there, I've been on this stage and I've called him out on some things like, Hey, that was a bad stoppage. And I, you know, and, and I've, you know, I didn't give him, you know, I've said it on here. And when I did see him this time, I wanted to make sure he understood it was a good stoppage. I said, but next time when you do F up, I'm going to call you out, out." (laughs) I'm going to call you out. (laughs) You know, because there's times where they do get stopped too early as a fighter. You're going, damn, what? Like I, I could have kept going. But then there's times where the fighters don't understand. Yes. They don't even know where they were. That's right. And McCor- Danny McCormick didn't know where she oh, was. Oh, no, for a while. She was lost. For a while. Yeah, she was lost in that fight. So, um I yeah, I thought it was a good stoppage. It was perfect timing and uh, he gave her every opportunity and it was a good good job yeah. by Mark Goddard. Yep. Next fight? Well,
0: let's see. I'm going to I'm going to go down the list real quick. Uh it was a very nice uh Opening pro debut for Dara Kelly. Uh, mm-hmm. That dude's going to be a stud. He is super strong. Good grappler. Got a big win against Junior Morgan, but Junior Morgan was not in his class. Let's just be honest. Yeah, yeah the one mm-hmm. guy had was 3-0, and and he was his pro debut. But Kelly Dara's been fighting in the amateurs for a while. The kid's really good. That was a great—
1: 9-0, right? 9-0 as an amateur? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's funny because it a lot of John Kavanaugh's guys have a lot— I mean, a lot. We're talking 24, 36 amateur fights. It's like 36 amateur fights. That's, I mean, that's a lot even for boxing. And in the amateurs. If MMA, you haven't got
1: it figured out by 36 amateur fights, John, you know, I'm just meant to stop. be a
0: fighter. <laughs> just stop.
1: If you fought 36 <laughs> times with no pay. That's it. Phew. I want to obviously have another job. I want to go to the uh,
0: <laughs> the heavyweight matchup between Gohan, Sarakam oh. and Kirill Sadilnikov. You know it's funny. Cause we talk, you know, <laughs> we we had we had go, uh, Gegard's team and Goham as part of that, and we're you know going back and forth talking about stuff, and and he says he goes, he says, got any advice for me? I said yeah, and I told him, I said, relax, quit trying to knock everybody out. I said your your hands are good, they're fast, just touch him. That's all you got to do. If you keep touching him, you'll get the win. If you try to knock him out, you're gonna make a mistake. He's gonna get his weight on top of you on the ground it's going to be trouble from there i go don't 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 put yourself in that position just think about i just want to keep touching him he still went too hard <laughs> in some areas yeah. he's going very hard but goddamn, he did a good job of just touching him a lot of it
1: john like i recall watching him fight but then <clears throat> i was like man i said after seeing him fight this time again and seeing more of what he can do when he he's fought and he had a loss to Maori. Yep, like, Maori. And then I saw him fight this time. I'm like, how'd you lose to Maori? Because
0: he you tried I mean? to knock
1: his head off and
0: got out of position Shame. and Maori was able to yep. take him down and get a Kimura. and that's what happens.
1: And I think Maori's talented. He is. But after what I saw from <clears throat> from uh Gokan from from, from what his performance was, I was thinking to myself, Man, you are really damn good. Dangerous. You know? He's just, he's dangerous. You're right. Inside leg kick, outside leg kick, calf kick, putting the combination. Kicks together, up the middle. Kick up the middle. Yeah. That kick up the middle was nasty. Oh, dude, hit him how many times? I think it was at the end of the first round, he hit a beautiful one-two. And then right after he reset, came back up with a straight kick up the middle, right to the face. Nope. And the, I think it was one of the highlights because it just grazed, oh, yeah. but it just hit him. him right here. It gra- yeah, it grazed off to the side. I was like, holy shit. And these guys are heavyweights and it was it was good man yeah he's got fast
0: hands you know the kicks were fast he's got speed he just needs to you got to fight your fight but quit yeah. at heavyweight he tried to tell guys man look you got enough power all it takes is the placement it's the accuracy of the shot not how hard you throw it so that was a, honestly that fight was that was
1: great they both took the center of the case yep. they both tried to get after each other they both had moments in the fight just Khan had a little bit more. You know, I
0: said, I said it in the uh, broadcast because it really did remind me, you know, I had Kirill Sedelnikov was undefeated uh, when I did his fight against Paul Buontello at Affliction. That was a long time ago. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, and I ended up stopping that fight. Everyone thinks the doctor did. No, it was me, but because he... He doesn't look that old. He, I'm telling you, that was a, he was a baby, man. And Paul Buontello lit him up with a jab very similar to what, yeah. in the end, happened with Gohan. And it, it really reminded me of that fight, you know? He was getting just touched up by that jab and shots up the middle, man. You know, it was a very impressive performance by Saracom. Congratulations.
1: Doesn't, doesn't, uh, Kirill, does he remind you of big country a little bit? Yeah. I don't know the way he holds his yeah. hands, the way he holds yeah. his hands, the way he kind of stalks after he's you. Fast, he he's faster me. than Roy. Oh, and, yeah. and do, yeah,
0: But is. doesn't have the power in the right hand, like.
1: Yeah, it's not many that funny people, yeah. how that shit works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very unfortunate. Um, but overall, to me, I felt like that was the fight of the night. Oh, it was great! Like when it came you know, outside of you know the the title fight in yeah. the end, uh, in terms of performance though. But I mean, if you wanted to see like a tough, gr- gritty, just grimy fight between two guys or females, whatever, but this fight was one of the best. Yeah. It was awesome on the well,
0: card. since you brought up the uh, title fight, let's go.
1: <clears throat> let's go. Let's go.
0: Well, well. I don't want to say but uh it was uh Don't,
1: don't say I told yeah. you so. <laughs> no. No, I didn't I didn't say that. Yeah. But we we had talked about it John yeah. that Austin Vannaford had his hands full. Yeah. And Come on. people just don't understand how, not just not just people that listen to our show. I know people that work in the industry and they've worked in the industry forever. They just don't understand how good Gaygaard is. Yes. They continue to say, like, oh, well, you know, this and that and whatever. Like, he he, he just – I said, what you guys do is you guys pick apart fights that he just wasn't motivated for. And I've had these conversations not just with you but with other fighters as well as with myself internally when I was fighting. I needed to get – when I got to a certain level, I needed to fight people that motivated. Sure. And if you don't have that motivation, like, I would ask for fights – like whether it was Coker, I was asking Coker, whether I was asking Dana, I was I would be asking for fights that I knew that, like, this is the fight that I want. This is the fight. And it was never fighters that, like, I thought I was just going to walk through. I just thought it made for a great fight. I got to a point in my career where I just wanted to fight the the guys that I thought would bring the best out in me because I saw how Gil and I brought the best out in each other. And I just figured there was more guys. Like, when I went to the UFC, I was like, give me Cerrone. I mean, I wanted the Pedest thing, but he became champion, so it was like... I should have fought him, but you know what I mean. Like it was, that's out of your control when he, when they become the champion. It's up to the UFC, them, you know. But with De- with Cowboy, it was never offered to me. Why? Like that fight should have been automatic as soon as I came, and it just was never offered to me. I mean, considering all the years that I had heard about it. So, as a fighter, you want to fight people that motivate you. Yep. And for some reason, Austin being undefeated, I think it just was like. There's all the talk, oh, he's undefeated, he's got the wrestling to take him down at will, you know, and if he's able to hold him down, and, and he just, Gegard just doesn't get the credit of his ability to stop takedowns, to make it uncomfortable for people once they do take him down, the hook sweep, the the way he gets up against the fence, how calm he is, how the pressure, the type of pressure he puts on you, he doesn't load anything up, he just touches you and touches you, and then, but he possesses power, he's got that big dick energy. And so it's like he just slowly and systematically just picks you apart, and you could tell within the first thirty seconds of that fight that Austin felt uncomfortable. Oh yeah,
0: yep, you could absolutely see it. And when he came out and he started throwing his hands, and they nothing was close. He yeah. wasn't getting close. He got he, he landed. I think I want to say one shot, and yeah. Gegard just adjusted, and and you could see the way Gegard was standing. His stance for the fight was. Go ahead and try to take me down because he, he squared himself off, which will tell people you don't want to do that unless you have a distinct advantage in that stand up area, which he did. You know, so it makes sense for him to do it. And even from that squared off stance, when he was letting his hands go, he was touching Austin and he was touching him with power. And Austin got buzzed. And then he shoots in for the takedown. If you watch the hips of Gegard slam Austin's head into the canvas and his arms extended, I think that's how he kind of hurt his shoulder. But, uh, yeah, man, look, Gegard's good. And, and all those fights, you got to figure what, Josh, you had about, the, what, a little over 30, 32 fights or so, 31, somewhere in there?
1: So, yeah, probably around 40-something when you put the ones yeah, on Yeah, the, the ones that, that aren't on, are on the websites weren't, yeah When
0: websites weren't around yet. <laughs> <laughs> think about think about coming up on 60. That's crazy. That's nuts. Un believable, man. That's man. nuts. The guy is just and he's the, this is the amazing part. Look. He's still the best guy there is out there in the middleweight division. There's him and there is Izzy. Those are the two guys and and I do believe that Gayguard's style and Izzy's style match up. It would be Yeah, we've said this
1: for a while. Yeah, have. And the people, "Oh, you're crazy." No, I'm not. Look. Mhm.
0: I'm not saying that Izzy can't beat Gegard. He could. And I'm telling you that Gegard could beat Izzy. All depends on the fight. and Who does you know what, right? But Gegard does match up well in the stand-up with Izzy. On the ground, defensively, yeah. as far as getting it to the ground, Izzy's got great hips and he does a good job. I don't think it would be an easy takedown for Gegard. But on the ground, there is no comparison. None. He is not, not ready close. for Gegard's level on the ground.
1: <clears throat> not even close. Yeah yeah um and then like look I said this um when we were doing the lead up to it I go everyone thinks because and even gagar said it during the fighter interviews people think I'm not strong see <laughs> like, because I'm tall and I'm skinny yeah. but bro when you, he's got long like, levers I, man I always go he's got long levers but he's also got big dick energy and that's heavy hips baby <laughs> from what if you guys don't know this story man you guys gotta go back and the bigger he's gotta
0: you gotta go back, gotta back Joe to drive puck, the nail yeah.
1: gotta go to joe rogan's podcast and listen got the big got a hammer to drive the nail kind of situation he's got heavy hips and you see it every time he gets on top of people he just puts the business on them and he makes people look like they don't belong in there when he gets on top of them and his transitions are seamless when it comes to his grappling like i said i'm not going to sit here and i'm i don't want to do the comparison because we've talked about this and i'm We've talked to it over and over, but I do think stylistically, there's people in the UFC that match up well with him. I think there's even some sure. that are like a little bit ranked lower. They would have a better chance of beating him than say like Izzy would. Yeah, Izzy and him are good, and then it comes down to on the feet, Gegard could hang with him. I'm not saying that Gegard's better than him on the feet. No. but <clears throat> Gegard getting the wrestling and the takedowns and being on top, there's no comparison. Absolutely not. I mean, Gegard is the better grappler and the better wrestler, the better smish guy, and he's got heavy hips. And I think, you know, but you get into, like, I think a stylistic matchup, if I was to compare someone that I think that would give him a hard time, is Marvin Vittori. Vittori would give him a hard time. The relentless pressure, using the wrestling. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be, but I think that that type of fight has, t- has tended to give guard a little bit of a hard time. People that just constantly just keep shooting on him, shooting on him, shooting on him until they get tired. But we saw him in Vittori when he fought uh, Izzy. He never got he tired. tired. He just couldn't get the takedown. He's a stud. Oh, yeah. Vittori's a stud, and he just wasn't able to get the takedown against Izzy. But and I don't know if he'd be able to get the takedown against guard But that style of fight would make it harder for for Gegard. Yeah. Izzy doesn't possess that. So I think um, it would be a fun fight. It'd be fun to, to see the fight happen. I know it'll never happen, but... Look, let's just continue on with what he's doing. I mean, you've got a couple other guys that are in there. Austin, uh, you know, he's not undefeated anymore, but you've got his teammate, Johnny Eblen, fantastic wrestler, possesses some power in the hands. He's a little bit more comfortable on the feet than than Austin. Um, he's got good wrestling. Johnny Eblen does. Austin, I think, has better transitional wrestling, but he's also shorter, and it's harder for him to get in deep on someone like that. He's explosive enough to get in, but if Johnny Eblin is to get to the legs, he may be potentially able to get a takedown and try to get on top. He but even when you get to the top position, that's Rafael Lovato Jr., it's not easy nope. to control that position. He's good at the hook sweep. He's good at the kind of coming up on the X guard. He's good at using his his butterfly sweeps, you know, to try to break your balance, elevate you, do all of those things so he gets back up to his feet. He's he's good. He's really, really good. But the john for me there's no other place for him to go but up as in terms of what i mean yeah, wait, guys is the fight who, who up and wait <laughs> that's the only
0: way i really believe that's that. where you're, that's where the challenge comes that's Are it you're going to sit sit there and say look who who in right now in the middleweight is going to challenge him i just don't see a whole lot of challenge there johnny eblin would be probably as close as it there is and i think johnny just needs a couple more fights before he, yeah, he does before he uh, should, I must say he's ready for Before Gagard he now. should be fight facing Gegard. But if you look at the light heavyweights, there is some competition there. You go, and he's fought at light heavyweight. He doesn't want to, mm-hmm. I don't think. But yeah. you know, he knows that hey, there's a strength difference, there's a size difference there, and it's something that makes it harder for me in the fight. But if you're looking, yeah, that's that's the direction for a true challenge.
1: Yeah, I think whoever wins the Grand Prix whether it's Corey Anderson or Nemkov, wow. I think you see him fight the winner. You should see him fight the winner. Yeah. I, I, I'm just being honest. Like, let's not let's not dink around with this shit anymore, John. Let's go right <laughs> let's to go. this. Right let's to going right to the
0: point. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got to go right to it, buddy. I mean, like, <clears throat> he's fought at heavyweight. He's got a win over Mark Hunt. I know I say that quite a bit because, like, it's it's because it's, it's crazy to think that this guy's fought at heavyweight. It's <clears throat> extremely impressive, you know. And then he was the 205 pound champion strike force. And uh, he had some success there. He's fought a lot of good guys in that weight class, and then you know of their time. And then he came. Then he went to the UFC. He was having success there as well. People were like, "Oh yeah, he left because you know." No, he left because he got paid a lot. He more left money. on
0: a five-fight win streak. <clears throat> Do yeah. you think the UFC wanted to lose him? They didn't want to lose him. No, you know
1: that's why that's why Bellator had to pay him so much.
0: And he deserves he said, it. Hey,
1: I'm going to try the free market. Hey. I'm going to try the free agency, see what happens. And he. They, you know, he had worked with Coker before. He liked working with Coker when he was with Strike Force. And he said, "Hey, I'll pay you this much money. Come back over." So he just came over. Like that's that's how these business dealings go down. Like if you have a relationship with some of these fighters, you know, then that's you're able to work on. Hey, what can you do for me for real? Not this business
0: of, you know, this is what it is. You well, know, and it's no, a, let's try and like, work together. And, and let's be honest. Let's let's put it out there. <clears throat> it's also the way your your deal is is structured. You know, the UFC is very, you know, straight up the line. They do a 50-50. They do, a, you have a show and a win. That's a 50-50 split. So, you know, guard let's be honest. He doesn't have a 50-50 split, okay? He gets paid what he gets paid, no matter if he wins or loses. That's a nice element for him that he doesn't have to worry about. He knows exactly what he's going to make. You know, I always say, you know, a lot of fighters mentally spend that money, especially in the UFC where... They're fighting a tough guy, right? And they go, "Oh, I'm going to make this much." And you've you've already mentally spent forty thousand dollars, and you come out with twenty. That sucks. That's a big loss. It hurts. So, yeah, you know, it's uh And
1: if you come out with any injury and you're out for an extended period of time, nope. that's that's not a lot of money to live on. No, it's of. not. Um, and I'm not here to. I'm not here to talk about you know, which promotion pays more, which promotion. Like it just comes down to certain fighters, and that's just so people understand. Certain fighters get the the all in deals, you know. Gegard being what he's what he's proven to be, he deserves an all in deal. Like he doesn't fight any less hard based off of how much he's getting paid. He fights if he was to fight less hard, it'd be because someone doesn't motiv- motivate him. He's at he's at the stage where like when he's a motivated fighter, I don't see very many people able to beat him. Yeah, and everyone keeps going back to the Uriah Hall fight that could happen to anybody but you go back and watch Then not he came back and beat him. oh smoke so he lost to him one time then he came back and beat was, him but he was winning that fight easy. up until he got clipped yep. but that's, you know what i mean that's so fighting
0: all it takes is one
1: yep and people just want to go back to oh that one time in band camp they remember <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> well, you know it's funny after the, after the show you know you and i we we go and we have a beer or whatever and enjoy ourselves and i was talking with a fighter who does not fight for bellator does not fight for ufc but wants to go to the ufc and i will tell you the dude's a stud he is a beast a monster really good and he's sitting there talking to me he says oh you know i've been talking sean shelby shelby's telling me just you know give me get a little more time and i'm going okay i said but why i go you're in the prime of your career and you're 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 allowing sean shelby who i'm not saying anything bad about him He's putting you on the back burner because he has too many people on his roster coming from a certain area, and you're that guy that, yeah, he knows you're good. He knows you're able to beat a ton of people on his roster, but he owes them fights, and he's having you wait, and you're just going to wait for him. I go, have you lost your mind? I go, you tell me right now. Why is it you fight? Tell me. And he goes, because I love it. I say, okay, you love it. Great. I said, does your family love it? And they go, well, yeah, I mean, they, I'm, I'm away from them a lot. So tell me why do you fight? He goes, well, for the money. I said, then why are you going with the people that is going to give you the least amount of money mm-hmm. for what you do? I go, he's already got you. As soon as he says, hey, here, you want to come to us? He's going to send you a contract, and it's going to be a very basic base mm-hmm. contract that you're not going to make much money. And you're going to have to win and let's say if it's a four-fight contract or a six-fight contract, you're going to have to win those fights, all of them, to get bumped up. I go, now you've gone two, three years of your career where you're not, you haven't made shit, but you're fighting for the UFC. I said, hey, if that's if your ego is that that it needs that, do it. I'm telling you, do it. I go, but the thing you should be thinking about fighting for is putting food on the table for your family and how much. Mm-hmm money can i put in the bank so i don't have to do this forever i said that's where that's what it's about i said that's why it's called prize fighting and he's like he's looking at me like eh, kind of makes sense
1: like when a dog looks at its owner yeah with tilts
0: his yeah, head and like, <laughs> Just like- so i don't know, you know i mean look uh, yeah it's i i don't blame him and i understand it and that's one of the things like the ufc really has going for him is that's Validity you validate people fighters feel validated when they make it to the UFC because I'm one of those guys I'm one of the best then okay you know yeah you're you're one of them but you're not the one and they're paying you a lot less because you are so ingrained that that's where I need to be to prove to everybody else that I'm you know up of this level you're crazy
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I think for me, I was blessed enough to, um, and I worked my ass off, but I was blessed enough to be signed by them when I was early in my career. Mm -hmm. So I think I was like 22, 23 when they signed me. And when I look back, I'm like, that's why I never really cared if I ever went back. I was like, I've already been there, done that. That kind of situation, I went and fought in pride. I think that was also a very eye-opening situation. I fought in Nagoya, Nagoya Arena there. There was 40-something thousand people there when I fought. And I'm thinking to myself,
0: Hmm. Like I never fought in front of forty a, thousand I people. I never fought in the UFC. front of forty something thousand people in the <laughs> yeah. UFC. I'm
1: like like it's not you know what I mean? So I, I was like, there's a lot of other options out here. Like that's it was very eye-opening to me. Well, see, and not to mention with that fight, John, in front of those forty three thousand or forty-something thousand people, I made triple the money. Yes. And that's so I it. was like, All right, this is where it's at. No. Like this is better. Look, I
0: started I started with the UFC and I love the UFC and stuff, but there came a point where I, I was trying to get out of something and I did, but it cost me with the UFC and Dana was mad at me and that was that was okay. but I learned right away and I told people like hey, you know they go why why aren't you why aren't you working with the UFC anymore? I go, it's not me, it's them and that's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm doing just fine because I was working for Strike Force and other you know all these other promotions and I was having a good time and it was like, I don't need them and they don't need me. And once you yeah. learn that, It's freeing. You know, I turned down the UFC all the time when, you know, later on when I went back to working for him because, and it wasn't that I was against him. It was I had, I, I put into play a very simple concept. Hey, if I accept a fight, no matter how small the show is, and the UFC or Bellator or someone else that's bigger comes and asks me to do it, I never, you know, take, the, the show from them and tell the other people, hey, I, I got something bigger. I will always stay with what I took. And I and yep. I did that just because it was the right thing to do, in my opinion. And so I turned the UFC down all the time because they were always late. You know, they were one of the last yeah. ones that, you know, two weeks away from their show, they were, you know, calling or something like that when i had had this set up for over two months, right? And yeah. it's like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm busy. And it was one of the most, it was the right way of doing it. And it was freeing when you learned hey, this isn't about those letters. This is about the sport. This is about just, you know, hey, you can you can have fun doing this and enjoy yourself no matter who you're doing it for. Just have the right, you know, emphasis behind you and why you're doing it.
1: Rogan talks about that all the time. Like, he's like, look, I set out my comedy schedule. He's like, when I set it out and I tell these venues that I'm going to be there, he's like, I don't give a shit. Who calls me? Yep. If you call me to do an appearance, if the UFC calls me to do the show, and they're like, can't hey, we it. want you to do this. He's like, nope, I can't do it. He's like, if you start ditching on those people because then they find out you went somewhere else, yep. he's like, you're burning your bridges. Then your name gets ruined throughout, like in terms of, now, sure, you're working for a, ba- a bigger organization. If say you took a LFA to ref an LFA, and then all of a sudden they see you in the UFC. Okay. That's a dick move, though. That's like, oh, he just, cloud- he just clouded me. That, he yeah. just showed everyone that he's got more clout by just doing that to me. And Rogan talks about not doing that, especially at the the venues where he's like, look, I'm set the say Nashville improv, I don't know if there is a Nashville improv, but you know what I mean? Like they, they have, you know, different venues that they go to. He's like, you don't want to ruin, you don't want to burn those bridges. You don't want to ruin those connections. And so that's very true. That's yeah. good. All
0: right, let's get to the UFC, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
1: John was a little long winded <clears throat> there. <Jeez>. Oh, is that where we're going? No, it's Man. usually me. That's why. No, it's usually me. Man. <laughs> uh,
0: do you want to start with the main event or do you want to go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's go right let's to the main event. Go to the main event. All right, before we go on, I want to talk about one of my favorite sponsors that we have. It is Fume. Fume is an incredible product that will help you if you are a smoker, you are a vapor, Aiden Powers. It will help you in breaking that habit, getting you healthy again, Keeping the people around you healthy because there's no smoke. There's nothing that comes out of it. It is done with essential oils. You use this prominent, well done, a beautifully crafted piece of equipment that you will put an essential oil core into. And with that, you're able to take this, get a very nice, beautifully, incredibly efficient part of the essential oils into you. It gives you, this is peppermint. I love peppermint. It gives you a flavor. You'll feel it in your sinus areas, your lungs. It is fantastic. It will help you become a healthier person. Fume was launched in Calgary, Canada, in an effort for people to help create a more positive and fresher world with people not smoking and vaping. Over 50,000 customers around the world will tell you that this works, it will help you with that hand to mouth habit that smoking and vaping creates. It will help you break it and it will help make you a person that is healthier and better off in continuing your life forward. From the start, fume is not something that is going to just stop everything right away. You've got to use it and you've got to get used to using it for that replacement. But once you do, this is the product that will get you off of the nasty habit of smoking. I will tell you right now, I want you to go to breathe fume now fume is f-u-m don't take and put the e on the end it is breathe fume slash weighing in.com you go to that go to the that website push in the promo code of weighing in and you will get 10 percent off and you can get all kinds of different flavors that are out there i'm talking peppermint black pepper conquer bubbly lime even in the winter in the winter time this the Time of Christmas, we've got eggnog. It's fantastic. It will make a big difference. You can use it on a plane. You can use it on a train. This is something that they will not stop you from pulling out and getting that nice feeling of, I feel refreshed. So go to breathefume.com right now. This is the product. You need it. Go get it. i tell you what, you you take a look at Going into this, I said, Islam's going to win the fight. You know, I didn't have any doubts about that, but I did think that Bobby could make it through the first round. I did, and he didn't. But (laughs) and I and I look and it's like there's no excuses. Look, Islam's just that good, and we we know how good he is. But you know, I said that you know he was going to have a hard time you know getting the takedown, especially in the open, going to his legs. He never even tried it. That was smart. He pushed him in the fence, then dropped down into his legs. Beautiful takedown and dominant from that point. And I heard people again criticizing herb for stopping the fight it wasn't gonna change nothing was gonna change there okay bobby wasn't moving it was over islam checkmate done beautiful win and he's he's put himself in that position where yeah you're gonna have you know charles fighting uh, justin but whoever wins that fight they got a monster coming after him in makachev so very nice i'm i'm happy for you and your your former teammate, uh, that you would not bet on because you could have gotten your, your steak dinner back. <laughs> right. No,
1: I th- honestly, I feel like I get that feeling of if I would have bet on him, shit would have been different. <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> you would have put that the bad juju on him, man. Yeah, I just uh, don't do right. it, man. I, I don't literally- blame you. I'm I don't. Bl- you know I'm gonna rag you for it, but I don't. Of play course, it. of
1: course, of course. I just. What bothers me though is that look, I fought Bobby Green, and and people are like, oh well, you're just salty because he beat you. Not if already. you go back and watch that fight, I thought I won, and maybe Bobby thought. Obviously, Bobby thought he won, but at the end of the day, there was never any animosity from Bobby and I. Bo- I I love Bobby. I think Bobby's, Bobby's a wonderful the, person. He is an absolute just stud a in the cage. Gem. Yeah. And he is a, like you, like you hit the nail on the head with a gem. He He's a great person, man. Yes. Love the guy. The energy around him, and just the, when you talk to him, he's a good guy, a really um, good guy. I'm not Coming salty from a about very shit.
0: hard background. See, yeah. and this is where, I, okay, it's guys like Bobby. And I'm going off on my, I'm getting on the pedestal here. <laughs> it's, this is where you look, and you know, my dad was in this situation, and you take a guy like Bobby Green, everything. Everything that you could say bad, as far as upbringing, had a hard time. You know, horrible situations. Never made an excuse. Just kept moving forward and doing the right thing. Is a great human being. Is good to other people. He tries to make other people's lives good because he wants to. Because he's yeah. a good person and he doesn't make excuses. And that's what I love about Bobby. Just a great fucking guy. And I'm sorry that you had to come away with this with with loss, but. Uh, i was glad that he actually got some shine on this too because he did he got some yeah. shine taking the fight last little minute you know and uh and, and going out there and, and look you know he went out there and tried it just wasn't enough for the guy that he's facing
1: yeah i, I fought bobby i was in the cage with him and i know he's gotten better you know he's he's yeah. evolved he's you know he had some ups and he had some downs but he figured himself out and he's gotten better as time has gone on but i remember the speed. I remember the strength. I remember the wrestling. I remember the feel in that clinch, mm-hmm. and I trained for years with <laughs> with Islam. the guy that
0: you you remember that too.
1: I remember that very well, you know. And I'm not. T- and this had nothing to do with taking size. And and I'm never. I'm never. Just so we're clear, I'm never salty about anybody I've ever fought ever. Like I was with Clay over some some situation with the gel in the hair and the slippery, but I got over that. That's done. Take the you finger know, and, in the cut. <laughs> yeah, the fingers in the cut, trying to open my my cut underneath my eye, like that kind of bothered me for a while. But look, then and then I started seeing Clay at like certain events and stuff, and we just, you know, he was always respectful, and I just and he's the great I guy. It, I, he is a great guy, and I just let it shine. I'm like, okay, look, you can't carry that kind of anger around with you or frustration. I guess like it just it eats you inside. I don't have that feeling against anyone, no one, none of these, none of these fighters,
0: Timothy. And,
1: timothy at the delta <laughs> Air- airlines yes i got that problem with this guy if i see this guy if i see this guy i smash this guy let me just smash I'm going to oh smash man him. i love it <laughs> so when it comes down to bobby bobby is talented i remember what he felt like in the cage i remember the speed i remember what power he possessed i remember all of that and i those are feelings that you really don't forget you know um, i shared the cage with him for, for 15 minutes islam countless Countless rounds of sparring, countless rounds of grappling, wall drills, all of those things. And I know how good he is. And when I tell you guys, when I, and just please hear me out. When I tell you guys, he is the better like foot sweep, better upper body takedown. He's also very good on the double leg. He just chooses not to use it. I know he used it in this situation, but he didn't want to lose the position, so he dropped down on the legs, locked his hands, and took him for a ride. That right there, along with his submissions, when I tell you that he is better than almost 99% of the people out there, I have seen him roll with, I'm talking top, top top-level black belts. And maybe one round where he had to figure them out, next round, that person's on bottom just getting smashed. I mean, just smashed, guard passed, armbar defense, like just maybe didn't finish them, but all over them and these guys are bigger. These guys are competing at like 205, 210, 2 whatever you know for jiu-jitsu. They're all in that upper group. They're just hard to deal with, you know? So Islam is I I got to be honest, when it comes down to this, John or not John, but uh Dave hit his hit his record. People are like always oh, boring. Bobby said he was boring. 22 Bobby, and 1. He's boring because he dominates so bad. and it's like submission after submission, after submission, after submission. Maybe this was a maybe this was a TKO finish, but buddy, he could have taken the arm probably anytime he wanted, just to would have taken more time. You know what I mean? to set it up, control the arm, like all these things, submit keep going, scroll down. So you got TKO finish oh, you know. over Bobby. You got submission, 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 decision. Decision submission ko decision decision k or loss. That was the last time. So he's ten in his last ten fights. He's won. I mean, he's got finishes all through here, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are going to be submissions. I'm telling you, he is damn good on the ground, John. He's I think, good. I think,
0: but I think the thing, and this is what people forget, and you're absolutely right, is he's so dominating that it's not a great fight. It's. His opponent is defending the entire... Well, look at Dan Hooker. Look at Dan We know Dan Hooker is a great fighter. And he just took him out of his element, took him down, takes the arm, made it look easy. So it's not a great fight. It's a great win, but it's not a great fight. And he's done that time after time after time. His fight against Drew Dober. I thought Drew Dober fought his ass off. And it was one of the reasons that I was giving Bobby Green the, the chance of, yeah, he can, he'll make it out of the first round. But Drew Dober... Just got just manhandled by him. I mean, it just to the point where it's just there's nothing there. And so, if you want to say, is he a finisher? He's a finisher. He finishes a ton of people. And if you go the distance with him, you know, and we're going to talk about a guy that did go the distance with him that is, you know, had a great fight too. Stud. The guy is a stud. Now, can he go the distance with him again? I don't know, but you cannot say that. Islam is not a finisher. He's a finisher. He's just that guy because he's so dominant. People are saying he's boring.
1: Well, the difference between him and like Khabib. Khabib would beat you into submission to beat the point where submission. like while yeah. talking to you. That's yeah. what made Khabib <laughs> so marketable. Whereas I can't, Islam, rem- he's, I can't remember any of those. Yeah. <laughs> is neither does, neither does his opponents. Oh. Uh, K- K- Islam will just walk you down, get to the takedown when he does. He's looking for the submission. He's not looking to, he's looking to submit you if you try to make a mistake or try to make a submission or sweep or something like that. He's going to end up passing the guard, getting an attack in the arms. Look, there's been conversations with, I've had conversations with top level jiu-jitsu guys and top level wrestlers where these guys are wrestling some of the best wrestlers in the world. You know, there were the best wrestlers in the world that are now turning over to fighting that are in pr- super, super strong, and they're like, he is probably the strongest guy I've ever wrestled or grappled with. Is when they're talking about Islam. I mean, if you if you go back there, I think there was an interview with uh, Duran Duran Wynn who's like, he's shorter, stocky, strong as hell, super explosive, and he's just like, man, when I wrestle with Islam, he's like, that's probably the, he's like that's the strongest dude I've ever wrestled, strongest dude I've ever wrestled, and that's just one guy. I mean, other guys. I mean, like I tell you guys, man. and, I, and is fighting to,
0: at one eighty five and two hundred five. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I mean, like, and that's the thing is, I'm not here to, to I'm not here to toot his horn. I don't need to. If the guy's getting finishes. The guy's gonna be fighting for the title next. I don't need to do that stuff. You guys can see it. Maybe yeah. you guys don't like him. I don't know. I don't. I don't that's care. Okay. He's a good fighter. He's a really yeah, damn great. good fighter. Bobby Green is a phenomenal fighter. You know, um, I just knew that the experience between the two that I've had with both of them, and I just knew. That it was if it did get out of the first round, it wasn't going to go much longer after the first round, you know? And I, I just didn't think that the movement, and I think that Bobby leaves himself right there to be grabbed in the body lock in any, any type of position. Because even though Bobby rolls with the punches, he doesn't, like, shift a whole lot and move his body the whole lot, like, in terms of scoots out and cut yeah. angles. So he stays, he stays kind of flat-footed a little bit, and that's never a good recipe, you know, if, uh, when you're dealing with one of these guys. So... Different styles make fights. Big win for for Islam. Yep. you know he's he's a stud and nothing but the best for him.
0: All right, Wellington tournament against Misha Sirkinov. God damn, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Misha puts up. He did a great job with the defense and then opens up. He won the first round because Wellington never had him yeah. in a position where he was really in danger. He had the back, he had position, and this is what people need to understand when we talk about judging and why judges go one way. Control is the last thing that they will look at. Last thing. I know you hear, you know, certain people talking about, oh, well, he was in control of the fight. Control means dick unless the grappling and the striking and the aggression were all equal. Then you can go to control. So, Wellington tournament, he had the back, but when Misha, sh- you know, shucked him off, opened up, hit him with some big shots, he wins the first round, he's winning the second round, and whip, quickly. Yeah. That arm lock went on. The arm bar was really well done. He was tapping the moment that it got yeah, set. Yeah, it was the moment strange. Yeah, it was. I don't know if he had a prior injury there where, you know, sometimes you, know, you you get that thing start to get hyperextended. You know what it feels like, the pain. I don't know, but, he, I mean, he was tapping from the moment yeah. it was set.
1: Yeah, it was a little weird to me, John, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. The The one thing I want to talk about was when he, when he had um, – Turner was on his back, yeah. and, he, and uh, Misha hit him with the hula hoop. And yep. if you guys don't know what the hula hoop is, the hula hoop is – I think it was first done by Gilbert Melendez. Yes. Is Gilbert would p- – people would get to Gilbert's back, and he would just tuck his Gilbert's chin in. Gilbert's the one that
0: called it the hula hoop.
1: Yeah, I believe it was. I mean, that's the first time I've ever heard it. He's pretty much the only guy I've ever seen do it. I've seen other guys try and it do it. And the he did consistently. He did it all the time. Yeah. You know, and I thought maybe it was just the way that his body was built because and, – and no knock on you, Gil. But Gil had kind of like a – a square body when he was younger. He had like kind of the hips that went into his legs. There was like belly, like not belly, but like stomach, abs. Yeah, yeah, belly and then like hips and then legs. There was no like waistline. (laughs) It was so so I just thought like it was easier for him to do it because, you know, like when you lock the figure four on someone who has a small waist, they kind of your their legs rest on your hips, you know, or in your you know, in that area there. But with Gil, he just would whip you around. I was like, oh that shit didn't work. And then I started doing it in training. I'm like that shit works. Yeah, it works and then good. When he, when he trained with us, he did it all the time. Like I would get to his back, and he hula hoop me, and I'm like, "This motherfucker, it Love works." A bitch. So when I saw him do this, I was thinking to myself, right before he did it, I'm like, as soon as his hands came down and started going to the legs, I'm like, he's gonna hit the, he's gonna try to move him over. He tried to hit the hula hoop. Two seconds later, boom, got it off. So Gil, Gil's gets, Gil gets the credit for that that position yep. and that move, that technique. He's been doing that thing since early, early Ever. WC days. Yeah. yeah. Um, but overall, I agree. I think uh, Misha won the first round. He was winning the second round. And I just felt it was a little suspect on the tap. Like, that was a little quick. The uh, the leg didn't even look like it was, or the knees were fully clinched yet uh, dude, before it was, he I know. started tapping. I was he like, was, what is going way.
0: on? Yeah, well. I don't know. I don't know what he felt or anything. But suspect. A very suspect. nice win for Wellington. well turning it around because the odds it switched. If you, I, I like sometimes how the UFC will do the mid uh, – fight odds and he says you know between round betting yeah between it went to minus uh it was minus 700 for circanoff or something like that Jeez. So like, ho 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 that means that wellington was put in a position where people were going you're gonna lose nope yeah, well, I'm not. Um,
1: so i should, should have taken that bet <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you would have um, at the
0: time but you got to give it yeah. to all right i said some some harsh things about priscilla cachoeira in her last fight and she deserved every bit of it every you, bit of it
1: do you think she won this fight
0: <laughs> okay I'm not gonna say anything about that what a fight though between the two it was there what go. a fight between the two
1: John you know <laughs> what I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this go ahead Fucking candy ass <laughs> 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 oh you candy ass you're not gonna uh, say anything about the decision what a
0: candy ass that's <sighs> Because, like, it, there was a lot going on, and it, it was close. It was uh, close. It all depends on, on which way you want to go, so I'm okay with it. But, I mean, boy, that third round. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to give it to Cashew Ware, She bit down and said, I'm, I'm going to come forward. I'm going to put this pressure on you. And she ate some shots, and she got hurt. Like, even at the, the end of the of second stuff. round, she got hurt and just kept coming back. And Kim was tough as hell, but she got busted up in that third round. But they were going at it. But you got to give it to both those ladies, man. That was some heart, some guts, and just a desire to come out on top by both. Uh, it was a fun fight to watch.
1: It was a very fun fight to watch. Uh, I actually, when this fight was announced, I was like,
0: uh, "I don't
1: yeah. really see this fight being." I was. You
0: know, I, I'll admit, on main card, I was like, "Really? Yeah." After she did what she did last time, you're gonna yeah, put her on the main card. The main card. I was like, "Yeah." But I, I kind of was thinking the same
1: thing. I'm like, someone now do giving, something. we're we're giving them and it we're we're saying it's okay to eye gouge and do all yeah. these other things and then we're gonna put you on the main card, especially up there that close to the to the main event. I mean, I was I was a little kind of like disappointed in the UFC. I'm like, ah, that's like showing them that like ah oh, that yeah. shit don't matter. But this was a great fight. I it thought was. Kim won. I thought Kim won. Um but like you said, when the fights are this close
0: there's no complaint. I
1: see I see too many people throwing around. Oh, she, Kim was oh, robbed. Bullshit. No, she wasn't robbed. She wasn't no. robbed. It was just, it really came down to whichever judge was in the right place to see how the shots yep. landed, whether whether Kachaweta got rocked and how she stumbled back. However it was, you know, but from my monitor, from my TV, what I was watching, I had Kim winning the fight, but it was close and I'm not going to go complaining about it, but I'm complaining about it right now. <laughs> I think you fight. are complaining about, it. <laughs> but Kim won you the fight. You called me a no, candy but, ass for not uh, making the comment that it was a bad decision. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad decision, candy ass. Uh, oh man, but overall, like I, I, we were we were definitely lucky to have that fight on the main uh, card, and it was someone knew something we didn't know. You know, like hey,
0: John, what the hell? is uh, you know? Exactly. Wow, it was, I'll tell you what. I, <laughs> I, I, I good fight. You know, though. the whole thing is, I would have said, you you belong in the first <laughs> the first fight of the prelims. That's you do that kind of shit, and yeah. I keep you. You better start proving yourself. Well, she yeah. proved herself. Yeah.
1: That's not fair to Kim. No, man. it's not, not fair to Kim. But fight that's not fair to the opponent. Not fair to but Kim. Yeah. All right. yeah. All right. I mean, catch she's good. She's she's fun. She fights she hard. Fights hard. But like you can't it was just weird to see her get, you know, a little uh that much love, yeah. you know, after coming off of that. But it worked out for yeah. the fans. That's the best part.
0: All right, Sarukian, Armin Sarukian. dude. Dude. When I saw Joel Alvarez, because I forgot about Joel Alvarez and watching him before and how good he was. You know, this guy was is really good. So he is, not was. Well yeah, is, he is absolutely good. But go as soon as I saw him walk out, I was like, Oh shit. This is gonna be better than I even imagined. This is this is a great matchup. And who oh, Armin Sarukian has proven that man he is continuing to get better. He's gonna be a problem for everyone in the lightweights
1: yep yeah cool I John uh, he's and, and people look and I'm not I'm not gonna make an excuse I'm not, but I'm gonna say like what happened with him in Islam right everyone's like oh like I I believe that he's still really really good. Islam was sick during that week and so when they, he was on medication so like that's why he looked fatigued and tired. But when I talk to Isla about it, he's like, man, this guy very, very strong. He's like, this guy very good wrestling. Good, good wrestling. He he had nothing but praise to say about him. You know, and so I just I believe this young man's gonna make a good yep. run. And I believe that we're gonna see him in that top, top five. I think probably the next, I would say, one or two yeah. fights. I mean, if you Dave, can you pull up the the lightweight rankings for the UFC? This young man is powerful. He's not afraid to stand a trade. Not. He's got good wrestling. He obviously has good ground and pound. That was a nasty, nasty elbow. I'm very surprised they didn't stop oh. the fight because it was a cut off right oh, down in the middle beautiful. there, as oh, well man. as off the off the bridge of his oh. nose. You know, so and that shit. It it didn't take any time until that shit started squirting out. It was gushing. <laughs> it was just gushing. You guys hear that? Gushing. It was gushing. So if we're looking at the lightweight division. If I was to match him up somewhere in there, I mean him and Gillespie would be good. That'd be a fun fight. Um, and may- maybe uh, why not him in like say RDA? RDA, that's the one I'm going with.
0: Chandler's Channel's yeah. already gonna be fighting Tony, so I, I take them out of the equation. But RDA, yeah. that's
1: has that fight has that fight has that fight been announced? Uh, if... <laughs> Because I keep I've seeing the poster put together, but I haven't seen an official announcement yet.
0: It's not official. It's not official.
1: It's not official? Okay, okay. Cause it's um Somebody sent me, not just Dave. Dave sending me with the, the head swap. Oh, yeah, the, hair, the hairline swap. You know, <laughs> the, the hairline swap, which was hilarious. I'm like, man, Chandler's forehead got really big. <laughs> I was like, so Um But I thought they had announced that fight, but I don't think they have. No, I've seen the poster, this... but I haven't seen them announce a fight. But anyway, I I like to see. I'd like to see, sorry, and Chandler, or sorry, can and RDA. Good fight, very good fight. This is gonna
0: be a big week, so they'll probably announce if it's official. They'll probably announce
1: it. This got week. it. But uh, in that mix, those that's who I'd like to see them fight. You know, and then I mean, like realistically, Who do you think they give? Um, who do you think they give? Um, like that? They give Bobby Green now, coming off that loss. Him being in that mix. Where do you think they give? Who do they give? They, Give Bobby
0: Green. Uh, that's a, it's
1: a. I want to see him, him and Dan Hooker. Give him Dan Hooker. Dan give Hooker's at 145. Ah, he's still here in yeah, the no. rankings. He but he's three. 145. Yeah, he went it, down I to 145. Ooh, let me see. Who, who else? Who else? He's already fought for Gillespie. Good fight. Go, no. I mean, I want to see Gillespie fight Saryukin. So That'd be good. Well, <laughs> I don't know. How about Rideau? Oh, yeah. Brad Brad. That's a good fight. Bad Brad? Riddle, that's a good that fight. would be a, that'd be a good yep. fight. Because he's coming off of his he, loss to, he lost uh, Fazeev. to Fazeev. Yeah. yeah. And him and, and Green and Fazeev had a good fight. Yep. That'd be a that good fight. Be a that'd fight. fight. That'd be a fun fight. Right. Man, Rydell's got riddles. out, Riddle, whatever. He's got power. Oh, he's got some power. He's got some great kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Stud. All right. Go back to the card. Let's get back to
0: the Armin card. Petrosian see, see. and Gregory Rodriguez. Yeah. What do mm. you think? It was a it was a it was close, close fight, so it's not a robbery. But this goes back to but the, I thought Gregory no, won, but back it was to close. The Kim. So I have no complaints.
1: Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, to be honest, I kind of thought Gregory yeah. won too. <coughs> and felt like he was landing the harder oh. shots. I felt like he was also pushing him back a oh, lot yeah. more, controlling where the fight was going. I know controls the, like you said, the last thing that the judges go based off of. But he when he was landing, he was he was like kind of turning Pedrosian left a lot of and right kicks by Pedrosian, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they didn't really have any effect. A couple no. little body kicks got in, snuck dude, in there. But those, but not. not. I don't, I don't, I don't know how, how you give of the, the third
0: round to Petrosian. He got busted up. Yes. At the end, he was looking good. But not enough to make up for all the shit that happened in the beginning of that round. But, again, I don't have any complaints. It was a good fight. Yeah. <laughs> but. I thought yeah. Actually, I thought Rodriguez won. And I think someone had Petrosian in at 3027. It's like, have you lost your fucking mind? Yeah, that, I didn't see that.
1: I didn't see that. But um, the one kid that I want to talk to about is really young, very talented. This young kid, Ignacio. Uh, Whole, I'm not going to... Bahamundes yeah. or whatever. Bahamundes. He, man, he looks he good. Now, I can see... Look, I can see that he doesn't fight as well off of his back foot. How many people Some, do? You know yeah not a lot of people do but you could tell he, he was having a real hard time when wrong was walking him down and putting his back to the fence and throwing striking he just was, felt a little lost and yep. confused in there but he his striking was crisp and as soon as this shit hit the ground he was on it he was on that neck quick mean
0: the, gi- me, hold I on, like, you mean oh. the guillotine choke <laughs> I was like yeah, what the well, fuck okay, guillotine choke you, are, are you fucking kidding me Hey, no, I it, I lose my mind when that's the referee's responsibility to know what that hold is and to call it right. Mm-hmm. So, And that's for other people along the way, other referees, so you know what the guy's good at and stuff. So if I go back and I watch that fight and I see it and I go, that's no guillotine choke. What the hell are you talking about? You want to call it a bravo? Okay, but it's a darce. You know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What the hell? Crazy. Drive me crazy. <laughs> Drive me crazy.
1: Yeah, he um yeah, and but I mean he, he but I was very for a young kid, he still looked like he hasn't hit like manhood yet. No, like in terms of like he's his and physique he's just, and stuff hasn't thin. filled out. He's really yeah. thin, but he's fast with his hands. And when he misses, he still throws two and three after that. So like some fighters, right? They throw the one two. If they miss the right hand, they don't finish with the left hook in the right hand. He was touching. He was doing it. He was like, "I missed the right hand." Okay, he threw another shot. Threw another shot. I was like, "Oh," because that fighter thinks you're done majority of the time. He looked really good. I was very impressed. Now I know he's got a long sure. list to go, and he's a, yeah, but he's a young, talented fighter. I was when I sat back. I'm like, "Wow," because even when Wrong was getting hit and he was trying to do this to the crowd, like, "No, no, no, I didn't get hit, or it wasn't hard." That young man stayed Pink focused. Hair or not, he start you were tripping getting hit. Back. Yeah, he, di- he didn't start chirping back. He didn't start, you know, doing whatever. He just stayed focused on his game plan and just came out there and just got yep. the win. Very
0: nicely done. Was. so Nunez, she's uh, tough, man. She's shorter, less reach, comes inside, big left hook all the time. I did not think yeah. that Pesquale fought a very smart fight. Ramona just did not fight no. a smart fight at all. She fell into trying to get into a gunslinging battle with someone is why are you getting into a gunslinging battle with someone like that Damn. you're taking all of your advantages and throwing them to the side but you know the, she paid for it in the end She Pasquale is big holy shit she made Nunez saw... look like she belonged in a different weight class I was like holy shit I, I, honestly
1: John was wondering what weight class they were in I was like how is this fight happening did somebody miss weight <laughs>
0: no no one well, you know it's a featherweight fight, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I know, but she, but she, she looked her legs looked big, her trunk
0: she was like she just looked big. she I was like Geez. she looked big,
1: but um, and she took some big shots in that fight. Yes, I'm she like, did. Holy cow! But uh, overall, it was a fun fight to watch. They were getting after it. The yeah. speed was definitely They're the biggest advantage for Nunes. Like she, like she just yep. was touching and touching and touching, and so and the speed was there but it was also
0: the the advantage was look at when pasquale took her down you're laying in her guard and she's elbowing you in the head and you're not doing anything you're staying there why are you taking her down if you're going to end up just laying on top of her not doing any damage not looking for a better position not going towards a submission like this is your this is your chance yeah wasn't there
1: um another young talent terrence mckinney
0: dude he looked good
1: here's the thing though again John, here's the thing i know he looks good but who's yeah. he fighting
0: I, doesn't matter that's who they're putting i, in front I, agree. Of them.
1: I agree with you i agree and i'm not i'm not okay. here to knock him at all i'm not here i'm here to say like there you go all i'm right. here to say right. i'm not i'm not i'm on the bandwagon
0: but I, I, i'm on the bandwagon i'm just not sure that i can't can, no
1: i'm gonna i think i'm gonna stay i think <laughs> i'm gonna stay i'm gonna stay all right but I want to see the next level. I want to see the next level of El Vuchel. Sure, and, and I think he's still young, and I think, like I said about Ignacio, let's slow play this because th- when you have talent like this, don't rush it. Let's not get it. Let's let's, let's yeah. take the Tom Aspinall route. Let's say, look, you know, until oh, yeah. we make a little bit more money, like I was saying with uh, what's the kid with the tattoos and the pink and purple hair, uh, O'Malley. Oh, yeah, Sean O'Malley. O'Malley. Sean, like like, Sean. like let's slow play them. Like keep giving them the guys that they can just finish and put out and things like that because you know they're going to be around for a while. They're talented. Build up their confidence, let them keep working on their craft. I love that idea. This McKinney kid as well as the Ignacio kid, they're going to need more time to slow be slow played, but absolutely he is phenomenal like his speed the power possessions his athleticism all those things okay. I'm, I'm down with it
0: just take a look at you know when that fight hit the ground and the the change of position mm-hmm. and what he did look he's athletic he understands he's, he's got that that feeling a cat-like reflexes yep. and stuff he had a, his first fight in the u.s. against matt Frivola, man he got that fast knockout look favola is mm-hmm. good he's a tough kid and he is a guy that you know comes to fight i really like matt so you know he got a big win there, and then this one, same thing again. Quickly, I'm looking forward to watching Mr. McKinney improve in this sport and see where he can go. He he's good. Yeah.
1: Let's give him some time. Give him some time. But I'm, I'm here to say, yeah. like I'm on the bandwagon, Terrence I'm the McKinney. Bandwagon. I'm on the bandwagon, my man. I'm looking forward to your next fight. I right, I'm on this I'm on this hype train. I'm gonna, I'm going to ride it. But let's still continue to slow play it. You know, let's get a little bit more of that evolution in there. You know, let's see. We you know exactly where it all ends up. But I'm cheering for you, buddy. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what other fights on this guy? All right.
0: Well, the Jonathan Martinez against Alejandro Perez. Now, uh, Alejandro Perez fights out of. AKA. AKA.
1: I know him very well. Okay. Uh, let me just and say fight IQ, not there.
0: No. Thank you very much. You are so correct. Oh, in this Because this is the fight that I was talking about. Look, we're going to talk about one in the UFC. This is a guy that came out. He was using good leg kicks. Now, Jonathan Martinez checked a couple of them, checked them well, and he stopped. He stopped throwing them. And you go, what are you doing? Why are you stopping? And it was a change in the fight. It changed the complexion. It changed the momentum of the fight. And that's why he ended up losing this thing in a decision. You look and you go, son, I understand if that hurt. It hurt him too. And now go back to it. You, you don't stop what you were planning on coming out here to do and and you were being actually effective in getting him to move with your kicks. You threw him to the side and he took over the fight. It's your yeah, fault. It's, it's I go back to the Brian Moore and
1: Lugo fight. If you're only going to use one weapon, which is your boxing, and you're the, and you're the shorter fighter, like with Brian Moore, shorter guy. Like it's harder for you to yeah. get in. And that's exactly what happened with with uh, Turbo. He just had a hard time covering the distance because Martinez was a longer fighter. So when he's using his kicks and he's using his long range jab and all of those things, and you've got to lunge in to land the shot, it's not a good thing for a three round fight. Like your time's just passing by and you're slowly outside of the range. And Martinez did a really good job of sliding in, sliding out, keeping his distance with his kick, his kicks. And and then your corner's yelling at you more output. Their corner's yelling at you for more wrestling. You you gotta wrestle, man. You gotta he's got decent yeah. wrestling. He's got good wrestling. He's good. He's good on the ground as well. He's tough on the ground. But just wasn't listening. You know, he came out, listened. I think in no. the third round he came out trying to get the knockout.
0: No, he came out, he came out knowing that he was behind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just
0: it wasn't enough. Not enough time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, oh. what else you think? That's good. I, I like it. Let's be Ramiz, but great tough. but again there's levels and his opponent was not on yeah. his level so right. but good win nice to see and uh we'll see what he can do in the future
1: all right guys well, hey, that's gonna wrap up our ufc conversation and uh and our bellator talk as well so uh i guess now Hello. this is where we run off to podcast dave and we say hey dave you got any news for us buddy what do you What's got the news
0: well, someone has to keep you guys on track here. So, <laughs> What are you talking about, Jeez. dude? We are so on track. We are we're on fire. I so want to we put have, a fire emoji next to us. We have a pay-per-view coming up next week. Uh, and Colby Covington versus George
1: Masvidal. Mm-hmm. So let's do weighing in on the odds, but only for the main event. And then we'll wrap the show after that. So let's get into it. <laughs> This is this is kind of surprising. At mybookie.ag, if you guys use that promo code, you know, you guys, we give you a little for that initial deposit, give you a little extra spending cash. So we're gonna break down this main event. And
0: John, I gotta be honest, man. I got oh, I got, You're you're the same you're in the same boat as me, baby. Go ahead and say it. Go. <laughs> I'm, take, I'm, Go. Ta- I'm, taking the I'm taking I'm taking the Taking. I'm taking Mazda. I'm taking Mazda. Same here, I'm man. I'm taking Mazda. Not I am not putting out $320 to take Colby Covington when a guy who's standing across the cage can starch yeah. him. Okay, I'm not saying that I don't think that Colby's the favorite. He is absolutely the favorite in the fight. And yes, if he gets his wrestling going, he can make this a slow, systematic mauling where he gets a decision win. First off, he ain't he ain't stopping Masvidal, so he's going to have to go the five rounds. So, if you're going to say, I'm going to go with Colby, then definitely go Colby to the over. Okay. Parlay that because that's the only way he's getting the win in a decision. Yeah. But at plus 245, talk to me, street Jesus. I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> street Jesus.
1: Yeah. He's plus 245, minus 320 for Col- Colby Covington. And then the over is uh, four and a half rounds. So minus one forty on the over, plus one ten on the under. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Street Jesus, and I'm going. And look, I'm, we're going based off the betting lines. We're telling you guys what a, if you're oh, gonna yeah. place a bet, fifty bucks, hundred bucks, whatever it is to put down on on Masvidal. That's what that's the way I would look at that fight. And I agree, John. I don't agree with John very often because he's normally wrong, but I'm normally right, as we found <laughs> out this last weekend, Okay. But I'm gonna continue to oh, drive that stake home. Oh baby. my god, that's right. That's oh right. my God! Take it all, baby. Your turn. Your turn. Your turn. <laughs> Love <laughs> it. All right. All right. All right. I'll dial it down. I'll dial it down. Um. But yeah, that that's oh, to yeah. me. Here to you me, are. that's a great bet. So go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code Wayne in, and for your first initial deposit, use the QR code that's available as well. And that little QR code, I guess Dave put it up there for you guys. Okay, that QR code right there will give you uh, a little extra cash for your first initial deposit. So use that promo code Wayne in. All right, uh, Dave. What else you got? All right, let's. Uh, we got
0: basically like two more days left of this. Ah, um,
1: all right. So, oh, go our, to the go to the Wayne In good. podcast.
0: Hey, my stuff is being shipped. I got an email, so it might even be here. I have not checked, but I might have. I could have been wearing my. Ne- <laughs> I need to put. A, I
1: need to put an order in.
0: So go to WayneInPodcast
1: and there is no promo code. So right now we're running a discounted rate for all of our product. As cheap of our as it's made as right now. So we're running a, it's a, basically a f- really, really cheap. So we're running specials for you guys for up for the next two days until what, March 1st? So, Dave, does it go days. through until March 1st or is it only until like uh, the February 30th, 28th Feb- will be the last day. February
0: 28th is the end. end. There is no February 29th this okay, year. Okay, okay. No leap year for anyone. You get nothing extra, <laughs> but buy that, take a picture, wear it proudly and Send that picture to us, and we will put it up on our social media. See, I did All that for you. That what else you got for say. us, Dave?
1: That's us. That's it. They're gonna wrap us. All right. No yeah. news. That's no news. You rambled. You you rambled on for forty five minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's my job. He's we saying have, he's saying you have we have a blabber lip. We have a couple, of, we oh. have a
0: couple items. We'll save for the midweek, but um, okay. it's going to be a big week as it is. He's calling us blabber lips.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's okay. That's wrong. It's okay. I saw I, he posted a video of himself um running. And uh, <laughs> I just, uh, but the video wasn't him running. It was him walking, <laughs> saying that he was running. And I was like, oh, wow. You're, he's like, I ran two miles. I'm like, two miles? I'm like, that's like my warm-up, because it takes my body yeah, two right. miles
0: to warm up. That's because yeah. you're old. It's like my warm-up. I'm like, oh, two Two miles? So, my body's yeah. not only not warm, it's broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: man, I love it. All right, guys. Well, hey, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I think uh, we're going to have some fun on this midweek show because we've got the fights coming up, the Colby, Colby fight, and we've got some more fights to talk about as well, and um, the news. The news is going to be, I think, hopping this next couple of days. So we're going to drop a lot of news knowledge on you guys.
0: Absolutely. A lot hey, of Tom. things coming up. For everyone out there, thank you for tuning in. We are the greatest podcast in the world when it comes to combat sports. I'm glad you are listening. And we will see you. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. wait. One last thing, guys. One last thing. John, before before we go, I got to hear you say, Josh, you were right. We will see you.